welcome to Groundbreaking, a podcast exploring the stories of young entrepreneurs, the businesses they are building, what's worked, what hasn't, and how they're figuring things out. I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer that age doesn't necessarily translate into um, your ability to, to do a job, to do something. I think it's it's purely down to experience and I guess the experience needed to, to do that job well. Hey guys, I'm your host Eli and this week we are talking with Reese Vincent. Reese is the founder of Aduco Media Group. They have now partnered with heaps of brands across New Zealand, USA and parts of Asia. Reese, thank you for joining us. Hey, nice to be here. Can you please tell us a bit about yourself and your business? Company Aduco, I started that about six years ago, so when I was 15, it, it, it slowly grew to a team of 12 people uh, servicing social media campaigns for small and mid-sized brands around Australasia. Around about a year and a half ago, we started developing marketing software uh, called Platform. This platform essentially is predictive well, predictive marketing. It allows brands to design and distribute messages to their audiences uh, based on their personalities and behaviours. So that's what we're doing now. Uh, aside from that, I'm a venture partner uh, in a fund called First Cut, and I have a few roles and investments in other New Zealand companies. Uh, so that's my work. I guess myself personally, I split my time between uh, Nelson and Auckland offices, and I'm on the road a lot. I travel a lot, uh, which is cool. It's good fun. Uh, I get to see some some cool places in the world. I'm, I'm in the Philippines on Monday, so um, definitely see a, a breadth of cultures and meet some very cool people. Um, Background-wise, my family are in uh, dangerous goods and chemical disposal, so not, not too relatable, but um, that sort of spurred, I guess, their business. It, it sort of spurred um, mine a little bit, so that's, that's, that's me in a nutshell. So why did you decide to start your own business? So I started this as a school project. I, I was in uh, Year 12 Business Studies, and uh, the, the agenda was to create a business and, and you know, do a few assessments around that. In, in the second year of Business Studies, in my last year at school, I, I put a little bit more time into it, more time, and it started to stick with a few people. And um, quickly we grew to the point where I had five others helping me and, and I was hardly going into class. Uh, my attendance rate was absolutely appalling. And uh, it was just on my plate. I decided to run that for a year instead of university and it kind of graduated into a big boy real world business. How did you fund your first business? So uh, we're entirely bootstrapped. So that means that the the the, the pro, well the profits that we're making uh, get looped back into development and investment and putting putting the money that we're making back into you know growing our team. So we've also bootstrapped the entirety of development of our platform. So there's there's, there's no external people people holding equity. There's no big credit lines. There's there's no big loans sitting there, which has been really really cool. So yeah, and, and entirely entirely off our own back which I'm really, really proud to say. What was it like when you first started your business and where did you go for help? So um, when I first started it, again, for that first year and a bit, I, I didn't really have a clue what to do. I didn't understand the fundamentals of business and how people worked. 
and everything else. So it was really sort of, it was, I guess, clueless would be the worst, first or the best way to describe it, really, uh, when I first started it. So in terms of help, I, I asked parents again. I mean, they have, and what they do is worlds away from what I'm doing, but they can give good fundamental advice, good fundamental business advice that can translate to any company, any industry, any person. Um, that was really quite formative. Also had some good people around me, people always there to help, which is phone up. Um, I've had a few mentors that have stuck with me, a good bloke called Chad who gives me a lot of his valuable time. I also have some very, very good friends, good good business business friends. Um, I mean, one like Harry Ferguson and, and his dad, they're like a second family to me, and they're always there for a chat. I can just call any of these people up and, and, and uh, have a chat if I'm worrying about something or if I just need to bounce some ideas. So, yeah, good good people, friends and family. Can you remember your first customer? Yes, I can remember every customer we've had. Um, so I guess the first the first 10 customers, um, this will probably paint a better picture. So the first 10 customers, um, five of them we still have to this day. So we've been running with them for six years. The other five, uh, we didn't work for or with them for, for too long. Um, the reasons why, you know, it, it always differs, I think, but the common denominator is, is that we just couldn't, we couldn't do the job. We, we, we weren't a good fit. And, and that's the case with a lot of service-based companies. And I think it's it, it's what a lot of entrepreneurs um, don't know until they try. So it's sort of like a, a, you have to you have to get on the ground, you have to go and do it to, to really see who your best customer is um, and, and really ideally who you, who, who you work well with. If I could give advice here, it's always just to not take the job just because there's a dollar sign behind it. Um, I mean, take take a job because they're good people and you can work with them well and, and you can do the job well. That's how we won our business and that's how we continue to win our business. And hey, we, we still have a lot of leads coming across and we still have old customers and referrals. And um, I mean, we, 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 we'll sit down for a chat. We'll have a lunch. We'll have a chat. We'll, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time with people up front before ever doing any work. Just to just to know that we can work with those people well. So that's that's how we win new business now. Did you ever feel like giving up? What made you stick with it? Yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes I have. The, the last time I felt like giving up, so that was late last year. I got very, very, very sick. Um, and at the same time, we had uh, a few of our big, bigger clients finish contracts. And then three of my team uh, wanted to pursue other careers, which is which is all cool. And that's 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 life, that's part of it. And so that, that that got me a little bit down, but what sort of makes me stick with it, and I guess why I've stuck with it the entire time is, is that me, myself, uh, like I see there's potential in it at the end and there's potential along the way as well. But, you know, I'll, I'll turn up every day, even if it's, I know it's not gonna be a good day and I'm just wired to sit there and work through it and, and get the job done and, and make sure that the clients are happy. Um, and I'll always be like that. So I guess what's made me stick with it is is, is who I am as a person, and, and that's just what I've been taught. It's how I've been brought up, and it's how I'll, how I'll always work. So whenever there's a low point, I know that it will always get better. What challenges have you faced because of your age? How did you work through those challenges? There's been a lot. Um, so the first would be ageism. So essentially the topic of the question, there's there's people out there who will discriminate against 
the entirety of your business or what you're doing or your work, the products of your work, what you're doing for other people, um, purely because you're young. And I've seen that in so, so, so many companies, so many settings, so many entrepreneur, young entrepreneur friends who have experienced the same thing, purely just people um, you know, being spiteful just because they're young. Um, and I think, and, and again, I'm a big believer in it, uh, I guess an ambassador for it, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer that age doesn't necessarily translate into um, your ability to, to do a job, to do something. I think it's it's purely down to experience and, and I guess the experience needed to, to do that job well. So it's a challenge that's sort of been overcome by by the results that we can show people and, and achieve for people. So that's, that's sort of the first challenge. The second challenge has been um, financial. So people, and this sounds absolutely silly, but people sometimes don't want to pay you because you're young. And if you send out a bill for a lot of money and, and someone on the other end, for some reason they don't like a, a 17 or 18-year-old billing them for a lot of money um, because they don't think that that 18-year-old needs that money, they simply won't pay. And I've been in those exact situations, and it sounds absolutely ludicrous to say, but um, I've been in those situations where people think because we're young and we don't have a mortgage to pay and absolutely everything else that we don't need that much money. It's, it's, it's really quite silly. You know, we still have employees to pay. We still have bills to pay. We've still got rent. We've still got to keep the lights on. So we have exactly the same costs as everyone else. And, uh, yeah, I guess um, in terms of, in terms of cost, you know, the costs don't discriminate with age. If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? Yeah, so three things. I always, I always say these three things. So one would be don't take the crap jobs. Um, as I mentioned before, don't take the jobs from people that you know you can't do well or you, you can't make them happy. Um, the second would be don't spend the money that you're making too quick. Like, hey, you're doing a job for a reason. You, you, you're wanting to make money. You're wanting to make a difference and, and, you know, for many other reasons. But ultimately, you need to be making money. Um, it's it's how you spend that money and how you reinvest that money, uh, which really dictates, uh, you know, your, your success. That's, that's what I think. And the third piece of advice would just be just pin your ears back and just do it instead of trying to stand around and validate an idea. I mean, I wish that... I did a lot of the things I did sooner instead of sitting back and, and wondering how I'm going to do it or, or when I'm going to do it and putting things off. Um, just pin your ears back and just do the thing. You know, buy, buy the plane ticket, you know, send that email to that person, have that coffee, um, just go and do it. So that's, that's, those are the three things I tell myself. Those three pieces of advice are great, Reese. Who do you admire most? Um, it sounds corny and cliche, but um, I admire my parents the most. I mean, they work their their butts off, and you know, growing up, I can see they they always put any employee and anyone else first and before them. I mean, they're very fair people, um, and just and just people in general, and they'll go out of their way to reward or celebrate someone if they if they're doing well and and you know they do a good job. Um, it's not just about an exchange of money. It's not just out about an exchange of, you know, getting paid at the end of the week. Um, so, yeah, they, they've taught me some very, very good lessons and, and I probably admire them the most. Okay, final question for me. 
What can we expect to see you doing in the future? Near future, probably exactly the same thing. Um, we're, we're, I'm really, really enjoying what we're doing right now. Um, I have some awesome, awesome people around me, a, a fantastic board. I have, um, some, some, again, some great friends and family um, and, and you know, most of all, a very, very, very good team. So I, I wouldn't want that to change for anything. Um, and I'll probably be be doing exactly the same thing in the near future. I think in the long term, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not much of a long-term thinker, so I haven't really worked that out yet. I think I'll just, just, when it comes to it, I'll just do it. It's been a lot of fun with you, Reese. Thank you so much. I can't wait to connect with you again. Hey, thank you, Eli. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. You've reached the end of another episode of Groundbreaking. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or through your favorite podcast service. Until next time, stay awesome and share the love.